Jesus Christ is coming. At any moment, we may find ourselves in eternity. In the next to the last book of the Bible, we are given principles that will help us live in the last days. Join Scott Pauley now as we study the book of Jude together. Are you rich? Now don't laugh. I'm not talking about material things. I'm talking about the true riches, the spiritual riches. I heard someone say years ago, to find out how rich you are, add up everything money cannot buy and death cannot take away. I think that's exactly right. What's going to last? What are you going to meet in eternity? Well, on the edge of eternity, we must always remember what we have in Jesus Christ. Now remember, first, we must remember who we are. Jude began this way, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. I'll tell you who we are. We're the servants of Jesus Christ. Jude's not to be the only servant. Oh, no. We're all to think of the Lord Jesus as our master. This is a wonderful thought. The Lord's attitude towards us is that we are friends. John 15, 15, he said that. You're my friends. But our attitude towards him is that he's our master. In other words, he expresses intimacy and blessing toward us. And we express humility and obedience and submission in response to him. So we know who we are. We're the servants of Jesus Christ. We belong to the Lord. But now he emphasizes in Jude 1 what we have in Jesus. Listen to this amazing list. And it's not just for Jude, it's for all of us. It's in the plural, to them. Listen to this list. That are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called. What an amazing list. What do we have in our God? Well, first of all, let's start at the end of the verse and work our way back upstream, shall we? Uh, to the well. First, we have a calling. He says, you're called. I remember many years ago when... I announced that God had called me to be a preacher. And I really believe that. I believe God's calling on my life is to preach and teach the Bible. And yet, as I've studied Scripture, I've come to the deep conviction that we are all a called people. Uh, we've been called out. The Lord spoke to us. He brought us to Himself. Uh, he, he caused us to be His own. I want to say to you today that the Lord is reaching to every man. Well, the Lord Jesus Christ hung on that cross. Uh, only one of the two thieves, remember one on each side of him, only one of the two accepted him. Only one of the two believed. And yet, what a vivid picture of the Lord Jesus hanging on that cross, literally reaching to both. Uh, to every sinner, God loves all people. Christ died for every man. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Uh, just because you don't answer the call doesn't mean you're ca not called. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ wants you, my friend, to have your sins forgiven, to have hope in Him, and to have eternal life. And so, you have a calling. If you've trusted the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, I want to tell you, you've got a calling upon your life. It's a calling from Him, and it's a calling to Him. What was our Lord's first calling to His first followers? He said, come after me, follow me. I want to tell you, that call still extends today. Come after Christ. Follow Christ. And that's not a one-time thing. Once you've come to the Lord, just keep on coming to the Lord. 
Keep on following after the Lord. This is God's calling upon your life. Uh, the very word called implies that God speaks. I want to tell you, God is speaking today. He's speaking to some of you right now at this moment. Uh, through His Word, by His Holy Spirit, God is reaching for you. Respond to Him. Don't reject or ignore His call today and the work He's doing in your heart. Then the Bible says, not only are you called, you're preserved in Jesus Christ. So we have assurance. I love this word preserved. We don't keep ourselves. He keeps us. I didn't save myself. I can't keep myself saved. No, we're preserved in Jesus Christ. All of my assurance is Jesus. You know, there was a period of time in my life when I went through tremendous doubts about my salvation. You know, the devil is the author of question marks. God brings periods and exclamation points. The first question mark in Scripture, Lucifer, Satan, brought into the garden. And so the reality is, when you, when you find yourself skeptical and doubting and questioning everything, remember that God is not the author of confusion. He is the author of certainty and of confidence. Oh, but I struggled so much. Everything reproduces after its own kind, and doubt led to doubt led to doubt. And someone said, when did you finally get the victory? Was it in praying a certain prayer? Was it in reading a certain portion of Scripture? Was it in what was it? And the answer that I've given to people is simply this. There came a day that I finally caught a glimpse of the sufficiency of Christ. It finally dawned on me that Jesus is enough. And at that moment, I got my eyes off of myself, off of my circumstances, off of my prayer, off of the strength of my faith, and on the object of faith, which is Christ alone. And when I got a glimpse of how sufficient Jesus was, my doubts ran away. Christ became so big that I realized I'm trusting Him, He's enough. Some of you perhaps today are struggling with this. Well, I want you to know that you must come to God through faith, simple faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But once you've done that, you are the preserved in Jesus Christ. I remember the Lord Jesus said to His disciples, that you're in my hand and I'm in the Father's hand. And no man's able to pluck you out of that hand. I want to say to you today that if you have come to the Lord Jesus, He said to him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. And so the Lord Jesus has not turned you away. God has not forsaken you. Look to Jesus and the all-sufficiency of Jesus Christ. Jesus is in you. You are in Him. And that's where your hope must be. You are the called, you are the preserved in Jesus Christ. And then the Bible says, you are the sanctified by God the Father. So we not only have a calling and have assurance, we have holiness. I love this. Positionally, God sees you right now, not as a sinner, but as His Son. He sees Jesus when He looks at you. Because when you trusted the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, you are inseparably, eternally connected to the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And I've got some good news for you. He's the Holy One. Now this word sanctified means it goes on and on and on. It began on the day that you came to the Lord Jesus, trusting Him as your personal Savior. But the Father is always working to help His children reflect His image. Sometimes when I look into the mirror of God's Word, I'm so ashamed at how dirty I am and how much I look like my first father, Adam, the old man, and how little I seem to reflect the beauty and goodness of my new father, the heavenly father, my great God. But I want you to know that father is so patient. He just keeps working on us and in us so that we reflect more and more the image of his perfect son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, let God work on you today. 
Uh, what, what is the Lord trying to do? He's trying to get everything out of your life that doesn't look like Jesus and put everything into your life that does look like Jesus. Let the sanctifying work of God go on in your life today. He's got something He wants to accomplish in you. Think of what you have. A calling, assurance, holiness. And let me point one thing out before we conclude today. What you have is not things. It is God Himself. Do you see all three members of the Godhead working in this verse? Who is it that calls? The Holy Spirit. Who is it that preserves the Lord Jesus Christ? Who is it that sanctifies God the Father? I've got some good news for you today. You're rich. If you know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, you have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit and all the resources of heaven at your disposal. Stop living in such defeat and despondency and despair. Look to the Lord today. Claim your riches in God. On the edge of eternity, friend, you are a rich person in Jesus Christ. On the edge of eternity, what matters most is knowing Christ and living for Him. For more information and additional Bible studies, visit us online at scottpauley.org. Thank you for enjoying the journey with us as we travel through the Word of God.